talk is cheap or cheap is talk and talk is cheap ladies and gentlemen off-site pete joins me this yes great. yeah how's it going nano not too bad yeah we uh, set up uh, on the fly here and we did we wanted to come, come out with the show first off-site thing like this folks i do have the bandwidth here now i know about this uh, resort uh to do a live stream but i couldn't do obs through the laptop it was too much horsepower so if i ever bring my eGPU and plugged in and I could do a live stream because we're easily getting probably like 90 uh, what is it gigabytes is it megabyte yeah no 90 uh, meg gigs megs I don't know whatever it is we got 90 yeah we, I'm not a computer guy you know <laughs> my brain's kind of fried we were at yeah. the conference all day it wasn't a UFO conference but no no we'd have too much fun at one of those yeah <laughs> yeah soon soon we will be at a UFO conference yeah. together and, and really raise some Race from Kane. And you didn't go to the, they have a water park here. I was waiting for Pete yesterday and he never showed up. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I didn't want to necessarily put all the young ladies through that. So <laughs> I, I hopped it out. Uh, well, I, I arrived on site a little late too. And by the time I settled yeah. down and got everything, you know, set up and stuff, it was running late. And I was like, eh, forget about it. They do have uh, VR. I was looking at those posters. It oh, look, really? It looks pretty legit. So if you're down, I want to do that shit. We should try that. Uh, yeah, like because it's like you got the goggles on and they give you a gun and it's got yeah, one of those balls so it tracks and everything. Is it? Uh, and it's like you walk. It's in. You're in a room and you walk. Yeah, and so it's so really interesting. Is it like partners or is it against each other? Like I don't. I don't know. I think thing? it's partners because they were all together in a group. Oh, okay. Or whatever they were doing. Fighting. It would be interesting yeah. to try that out. Yeah, I'd be up. For, I'd be down for that. So we one. should do that tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah, we should. Yeah. All right. So. uh yeah, why don't we just cover some stuff? I think one thing we should talk about is the Julian Assange. Oh my what? gosh, that happened quick, yes, didn't it? Yes. You know, it's been seven years he spent in that embassy before he Yeah, nothing got... really ever happened. And then they take him out and basically looks like crap. I think I got a picture. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's been in there a while. Oh, and what was the book he was holding when he was... Uh was taken out was oh, that of significance yeah it was see in this pic in that picture there he's holding a book there it is uh it looks like mr bean it's not mr bean <laughs> um it is oh i heard it uh it's a very well-known book i'm gonna i'm gonna ask my phone here yeah give it a shot yep let's let's do this here do it live do it live what book was julian assange holding when he was arrested Uh, uh, he was holding Gore Vidal's History of the National Security State. So and then he was saying some stuff about Trump administration too. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so. if you think about it, think of the the documents he's laid eyes on. You know, like all this released top secret stuff. I mean, I can't imagine he's released everything he's seen. I, I'm sure he's come across stuff that if he released, he, it would sign his death warrant almost instantly. Oh, you know. Yeah, for sure. So if you think about it, he, he's got a pretty good glimpse into the inner workings of the machine um i bring up this article because it caught my eye it's a julian assange julian assange smeared poo over the walls of the accordion embassy it's been claimed yeah. so allegedly so during a stay at the ecuadorian uh, embassy during the government of the former president rafael Correal, they tolerated things like mr assange putting feces on walls on the embassy and other Types of behavior of this kind, the minister did not make it clear 
if he had used his own poo or something. Someone else, <laughs> come on, I don't believe that. Come it on. could be just a cover story, but the only reason I bring it up, because it's like, he I mean, it, looks like he's just like lost it. A little bit, yeah. right? Yeah, you know. Uh, but, you know, who hasn't smeared some poo in their life? Come on, you know. <laughs> Cut the man some slack. And then this brings up the next point, because everybody says... Um, well, of course, it's a you, you attack on free speech. Yeah, right? right. But they're saying that Trump now Trump's acting like I don't know anything about that. Blah blah blah. Even though he oh, said him all the time during the election. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is Trump really can't pardon him until they get him in the system in order to give him a pardon. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah. At this point, he can't just pardon him preemptively. There's got to be an indictment and and all that stuff. So that brings me over to the Q stuff. So now oh. attacks on Q will intensify as deep state is targeted. Q has the source, Julian Assange, question mark. Um, he Ooh, didn't say too okay. much about Assange in the rest of this post. And that this God, this has been a while. So he hasn't posted. That was April 11th. So a few days. Yeah, four days ago. As we're filming this. By the way, this will probably be a... I'll probably just try to schedule this for 1 p.m. So if you guys are watching this, we're filming this Monday. So yeah. <laughs> Monday night. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Flip back and hear Dan's uh, reasoning why we're not live. And hopefully that will get fixed sometime in the future. Uh, if I bring my box with us, I guess we can yeah. do it. Uh, we'll, let, we'll let Dan chew on that. We got a year, right? That box. Yeah. I could bring an HDMI cable and use a TV, too. It's like all those little things you don't think about. But yeah. Anyway. So yeah. Trump brings him over. People say, oh, he's got a pardon him, yeah. get him in the system, then he can do it. But he's making it look so, like he's not going to, I think, first. But, you know, how many times has Trump done that, though, and, you know, like, said, not going to do this, not going to do that, and then he kind of s- surprises you yeah. and does it, right? Well, that brings me up to this video that I want to play because it's kind of important. This just came out. This just came out. WikiLeaks! I love WikiLeaks. I know nothing about WikiLeaks. It's not my thing. Oh, God. The Hillary Clinton documents. Have you been seeing this? What's going on? Released by WikiLeaks make more clear than ever just how much is at stake in November and how unattractive and dishonest our country has become. I know nothing about (laughs) WikiLeaks. It's not my thing. And the man who was overseeing the investigation into Hillary's illegal server, a server we now know Obama knew about. Just found that out yesterday. WikiLeaks. I know nothing about WikiLeaks. It's not my thing. Hillary had no defense for her secret speeches to Wall Street and international banks that she hid from the public and which were exposed by WikiLeaks. I know nothing about WikiLeaks. It's not my thing. These WikiLeaks emails confirm what those of us here today have known all along. Hillary Clinton is the vessel, a corrupt global establishment that's raiding our country and surrendering the sovereignty of our nation. I know nothing about WikiLeaks. It's not my thing. So you get the point what what people are getting at why they made that video is because when he's denying it, he, he obviously referenced, referenced them a lot. Oh, yeah, the he, know, he knows. And, yeah. 
But, but you know, in a sense then, yeah, you're right. You know, he referenced WikiLeaks, but what does he really know about him, right? It's not like he was claiming to be Julian Assange's friend or any. Right. Like, right. Yeah, but I think there's just a lot of people that feels like he's betraying everybody. But I think there's more to this. I think he knows mm-hmm. what's going on. Was the denial recent? Then yeah, that, it was this okay. last when he uh, got actually got arrested. They asked him. That's oh, that, okay, that okay. From. So from Monday then. Yeah, or um, it is Monday from last Friday, right? We should talk about this. So we had an email. Oh yeah, from the Sun nineteen, and that's we were talking about the Nazca uh, mummies. Mummy. Yep, yeah, the the alien mummies that were allegedly dug up down in Peru. So we got he sent this website with the email with the discoveries and there's this one uh obviously i think there's we had the maria one with the mm-hmm. arms are like that and then the four must be the other humanoid reptiles here on the, the, on the left, left side this is interesting because it actually says that this was a female specimen presumably pregnant so they're seeing eggs in this thing yeah yeah and that's what where's that photo oh i don't know where to go we, we were looking at it before the show But uh, well, that's interesting. You know, if it's a reptilian, it would do eggs, right? Is there are there reptiles out there that give live birth? I don't think so. I think that's one of the things that sets them apart. Oh, you're bringing up a good point because if it was, yeah, like See, crocodiles and turtles and yeah, right. And people, when I when the the subject of reptilian, you know, aliens or reptilian, um. I guess civilizations on Earth prior to us, people laugh and oh whatever if they find it hard to believe. But reptiles have been on this planet hundreds of millions of years longer than primates have. Who's to say that one didn't develop and go off to uh, explore the universe and then come back and enslave the monkeys that were here? But anyway, yeah. Shout out to the the Sun Nineteen. Yeah, the Sun Nineteen. Yeah, turned us. Yeah, turned us on to this website, which has some really cool stuff. It, it, it even uh, goes beyond the, just the Nazca mummies, which is kind of cool. Um, kind of interesting to see that there's uh, this mummification process. I'll say is consistent. I wouldn't say that all of these um, beings, humanoids that they're finding, are all identical or consistent. But what's interesting is they they look fairly consistent in their preservation method. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to jump to yours? Oh, cyborg rat yeah. mind control. Oh, my God. New study published by some Chinese uh, scientists. They are now using mind control to control rat cyborgs. So what this... And this is a scientifically published paper. This is not something that's alleged or covered up or anything. This is something that they've come out with and said, yes, this is what we can do. Um, they put a brain interface uh, into some neurons in a rat's brain. I don't know how they do that, um, but they do. And they put on this fancy uh, techno hat on, on another guy. Mm-hmm. I think they, they referred to him as the manipulator. And they sent these rats through a maze, and the manipulator could think about turning left, turning right, etc., and uh, could make these rats go through go through a maze. Uh, could, yeah, that's the name of the, the paper. Human Mind Control of Rat Cyborgs Continuous Locomotion with Wireless Brain-to-Brain Interface. That's a, a mouthful. 
But a couple of interesting points here is that this is not the first time that an animal has been brain controlled. Um, they did that to cockroaches in the past. I don't know how you make the transition from cockroach to rat. Remember, actually, when I was in elementary school, I remember reading an article where they had all these mechanicals, basically where they could remote control a cockroach with. Oh yeah, with yeah. like a yeah, with a joystick. Yeah. Well, and they do this um, kind of machine BMI uh, brain machine interfacing. Um, they can do it with prosthetic limbs and or just have a machine on the ground. I can think and yeah. tell it what to do. Um, but what's interesting is here is that this is I would guess the first mammal that they've done it with that we know of, right? Um, and but the implications of this, Dano. Imagine, Crazy. yeah, because we were uh, just you know, talking about this at yeah, dinner. Yeah, yeah, I, I brought it up to 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 to, uh, to Dan at dinner, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's what they use to control the UFOs." And I'm like, <laughs> "You know, I it it is, you know. I mean, that's it, and it's it's so funny because we think 20 years ago this was just complete science fiction, right? Impossible to do according to mainstream, not everybody, right? And now here we are, 20 years later, 25 years later, and they're doing it to rats. What? What does this mean in the future when, say, like, uh, you're deemed a threat to the state, mm. so they put some sort of helmet on you, and now they can control you and do what you want? Mm -hmm. Or you've got, you know, super soldiers, you've got, you know, just general population mind control. What about super soldier animals? Imagine throwing one of these oh, on, a yeah. on, a, on a whole school of grizzly bears and turning them loose, you know? I know, the apes. Yeah, right? Yeah, so this, but, uh, is, this is really interesting, cool stuff. This goes, like, we bring up the UFO thing. That's so important because when you're you're going that speed and that velocity, you can't even, like, think so quickly mm -hmm. with your hands, but if you, you can just use your mind, you can actually make those decisions quicker. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. because it takes, even when we do control their hands, it takes still a fraction of a second for for us to get the, the thought formed and the message sent to, to move, you know? And there's a lot of contactees that the the aliens let them fly their ship, say, here's it is, and then they'll just think where you want to go. And, then and yeah, they take, they're they actually kind of training them already to do that. Sure, yeah, they take them out to the Walmart parking lot, <laughs> you know, with the new driver and let them go. They can't hit anything, just miss that, miss that super I, I could do that. Well, maybe, that, maybe they'd let me do it and they wipe my brain, I don't know. Oh, you know, what's the point of doing it if they're going to wipe your brain, though? Well, so you don't, like, get overwhelmed. And then eventually you'll start to remember slowly. And, and Yeah, you know, that's fine. If, if they wipe my brain and then ease me back into it, I'm okay with yeah. that. So anyway, uh, cyborg rat mind control, folks. It's coming. Be ready. It's, it's going to get... All it's all happening. It's <laughs> <laughs> Ripping it a turn. <laughs> I had the soundboard in my bag, but I don't think it'd be the same if I don't have it plugged in. Yeah, that's all right. We'll have to do it from memory. we got to get it sounds re rearranged anyway. But uh, to the stars. So have you... What do you think about this whole disclosure initiative? Because now i got you to sit down. We can just have a nice conversation yeah, right? here. We're in the hotel. So switching over to to the Stars Academy and Luis Elizondo, this is the government's plan going forward about slow disclosure. Yeah. What do you feel like is going uh, on here? Well, I think that we've been kind of on a path of to, to toward slow disclosure. But one of the things you mentioned, Luis Elizondo, and I can't believe the haters out there. Like you mentioned his name now in some circles, and people just jump at you. This guy worked for the Pentagon, came out and gave us information that we wanted to, and now suddenly he's some sort of bad guy. You know? <laughs> Are you talking about me? <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe it was you too, but 
uh, you know, uh, but you know, oh, they're they're it's furthering the evil alien theory yeah. and and this and that. But he's giving us information we no, want. I agree. It's it's a tooth, two edged sword to it because the, my thing is we were warned about this happening from Warner von Braun, yes, the Nazi scientist, yes, that they are going to throw this last card down and say that. The aliens are here to get us, so we got to arm. Oh yeah, against. Project Bluebeam talked about that. Yeah. How it's going to be a fake alien invasion, and then we're going to hand over all our rights and to the cabal and just let them control us to protect yeah. us and stuff. But I, you know, I don't know if if you know if Louis Louis right is part of this. Then the whole there's a cancer through the whole kind of disclosure movement. There is. I mean, there's always going to be that divide. I mean, Stephen Greer was kind of the part one. Mm -hmm. These people in the government. And there's people that hate Stephen Greer. You know, you can't. Well, yeah, I'm one of those. Yeah, see? So, and it's like. (laughs) It's not, I can't be completely. It's one of those things that's a love hate relationship because Stephen Greer did a lot for me. Like I said, he woke me up in the disclosure movie because of the 2001 press club. You had Clifford Stone there saying we categorized 72 different races back in, I think it was the 80s or whatever Mm -hmm. when he got out. Unbelievable stuff. They'd swear on the Bible in front of Congress. So with that, it's like I got to give him credit for him waking me up to that because that definitely did it for me. But then that, the whole thing is, what is Greer doing? Because now I see he wants to get uh, videos from every normal citizens, put them together to make another DVD. Well, that's going to be his third movie now. He just released two. These mm-hmm. are like big budget movies that cost money to make. But. He was working on that. He was supposed to get a lab together where so these guys could put start putting um the free en- making the free energy devices on camera so no one could see him steal any of the like government come in and raid oh, him yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like where where's the status update on that? It's been like years. It's been at least five years since he talked about that and there's nothing. He just and moved. now he wants to make another movie. Yeah. It's like so when does it, it did, when does profit did, end and we can start? I, I, bringing I know, right? World. Did it all of a sudden the capitalistic greed start right. taking over, and now he doesn't care anymore? He just wants to make money off of the. And when he overcharges for his nights under the stars, I mean, yeah. you're talking like two thousand dollars for you know seven days or whatever, and yeah, that's, that's just crazy for that. That's not hotel room. None so of that. That's just for being allowed to yeah. be in his presence yeah. outside at night. That's just you know? that's wrong. I think there's a like you could say. That you could say, yeah. all right, you're doing a service. I'll pay you a little. Yeah, bit. was he the guy that had the hikes in Peru and stuff? Who was the guy with the hikes in Peru that for fourteen hundred bucks you could take a hike up to? Oh no, that oh, was that uh, was. Uh, I forget now, but anyway, that was yeah, the Dusty same. Talked about him. Same sort of situation there. All of a sudden, you, you you get a few followers or get some interesting stuff. People paying attention. And then, right. Oh, come down to Peru and for you know seven hundred bucks, I'll hike you up to Machu Picchu. Or yeah, the th- the thing is. with Greer is, I think he was. Um, well, he was a, obviously a, a doctor, ER doctor. So he was making whatever, $300,000 a yeah. year. So now it's like he almost wants to maintain that lifestyle. It's like, dude, well, if, you? if you're all about conscious, sell yeah, your stuff, right. yeah. be a minimalist. You don't need all that. And just you know, live, live by example. Yeah. It's tough because people like bells and whistles and you know Mercedes Benz and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, and... They see me rolling. <laughs> and then that brings us to Luis Elizondo because I kind of feel like it's almost the same thing, but now it's on the other side. Stephen Greer was always like, the aliens are good. Now yeah. Lewis is like, oh, no, well, it's no, kind wait, of a threat. Yeah. But we don't, we don't know I worked for, for sure. the I worked for the Pentagon and it seemed malevolent. So this was his latest article on April 11th by Luis Elizondo. This is on the Two Stars Academy website. 
I highlighted a couple parts because he was basically saying to the point here of um, there are more than two solutions to the problem. So basically what he's saying that you can't look at something and say that it's bad or good. So I thought this was really funny. I highlighted this. He says, I'm always challenging myself to see new possibilities. One day, just to test myself, I turned on the light in the kitchen. When the time came to turn it off, I told myself I couldn't take my normal route through the living room, and instead I had to find an alternate route. The day after that, I told myself I could no longer use the kitchen or the foyer to turn off the light, and quickly remembered I could enter the kitchen through the garage. By the fifth night, I was desperate for an alternate route, finding myself literally climbing through the kitchen window. <laughs> Determined to see how many different paths there truly were. By the 10th night, I resorted to throwing off electrical circuit breakers at the electrical <laughs> panel. At one point, I even uh, contempted entering through the attic and sawing my way through the ceiling if I had. It's like, really? Do you think he actually entered the window through the, just to prove this experiment? I think it's just more BS by him, to be honest. That he just said, yeah, that he just, I don't say know. That you did say, it. Who, say that you did it, but you didn't actually yeah, do it. Yeah, but who are you to say that he didn't actually do it? You were there, I guess if he's got nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he ain't work for the government anymore. So. so then this brings into the UAP. He says, it's not that it must be a secret government program or it's aliens from outer space. He says it could be a multifaceted of not knowing what it is. Some other possibilities could include a foreign adversary technology, a multidimensional capability, or even a spatial temporal aspect that we have yet to discover. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, this mystery may not have been an either or answer and may be far more bizarre than we ever thought possible. So he's just bringing up the idea of we don't know what it is. Right. And it's like, okay, you're Luis Elizondo, you got contacts in the government, you work at the Pentagon. Go down to Area 51 and open get the into door, S4 yeah. when they've been back engineering this stuff. Talk to Bob Lazar, he's been down there. Do what um, Eisenhower did. Take the freaking army down there if you have to. Yeah. I mean, that if, they're, if they want to do their own thing down there and be black project off their grid, it obviously exists before we had the conversation of Area 51 doesn't exist. Oh, yeah, for it's decades. There. They're yeah. doing something there. Go investigate. Yep. People are saying UFOs are there. Well, go check into it. Yeah, you, can go, you can sit out there and see them flying these things that they're back engineering. Yep. <laughs> you want to say, we don't know what they are. Yeah, right? BS. Yeah, and he should have had those answers as well working for the Pentagon before. He should have. He, he spent, what, 10 years with them? How, how long do we do we know? Well, he did ATEP from 2007 to 2012. Okay, and then 12 to 18 for the Pentagon? No, ATEP was the last thing he did. Oh, was it? Yeah. When did he retire from the Pentagon? 2012? That's a good point, because he just retired. Maybe I got that wrong. I'll keep talking. I'll check. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> there's no pressure. So, so my my point is, is that he should have probably had those answers when he was in the Pentagon, right? Unless he was completely shoved off in the corner. Because he retired, they did the thing. It it was just then he retired. So you are right. He was there. What's up with these UFO people? Always having weird facial hair. It seems. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just overreacting. Do I have weird facial hair? No. <laughs> exactly. Where's my soundboard? <laughs> so yeah, ATEP was 2007 to 2012, 22 million, and then I apologize for the people listening on the podcast. 
because he retired before the thing went public and that was in 2017 that October so what the hell was he doing between he left the defense department in um, October 2017 so his defense but then there was time there he didn't even know what was going on and then he had to be like he oh I might have just talked to a buddy he said it's still going on so it's just like this half-ass information thing where he acts like he doesn't know what's going on but he does but do you think something good will come out of that pete i mean where, where do you see this going uh well i think something good has already come out of it in the in the sense that more people have become aware that this phenomena is out there and these allegations mm-hmm. are being made and, and claims being made um is this guy going to be our guy if he worked for the Pentagon and the Department of Defense or whatever for that many years and didn't walk out of there with something he could hand over, well, they got I don't that. Know. They got, cool story, bro. You know. Well, they got that unidentified uh, series coming up on the History Channel that he's going to be a part of, and that's okay. where they're going to show stuff. That yeah, they, just they, like Finding Bigfoot I mean, finds Bigfoot again. You go and, back into it. Yeah, like exactly. You know, what is it just a mystery thing? of Oak Island? Really produces. You know, it's just it's. I'll tell you what. Anytime, if, if you're if you're waiting for disclosure or proof of ghosts or Sasquatch or aliens or whatever, and you're waiting for a cable TV show to tell you it, I'm telling you, you're 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 going to be sadly mistaken. Yeah. I was, I, w- I didn't get satisfied until I actually started looking elsewhere besides the stupid TV channels. Well, that's what, you know, they don't get deep the, enough. The only thing that that does is it maybe awakens and gets more people interested, but. If they're going to sit there and wait at bated breath for that next episode next week to come out for their new information, they're not going to do and that it. Gets, that brings up the thing. Sheep, that brings know? up the thing because if they're such a threat, well, how do we got time to make a TV series? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should be building like antimatter weapons yeah. and you know death rays and you know get John Hedge, uh, John Hutchison involved and get that death ray he developed oh, yeah. you know, back up and running. Yeah. So with that, I guess we'll take a break. And uh, this will lead into my next article very nicely. Oh, nice. So yeah. All right. We'll see you guys on the other side. Questioning your reality, questioning everything. You're listening to Talk is Cheap with Dan Hofeld. This is Shane Robinson with Unbiased and On the Fence, and you're listening to Talk is Cheap with Dan Hofeld. Hey, Dan Hofeld here from Talk is Cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you about a new, exciting product on our store. The cell phone cases, these just launched. They look so good. They're glossy. It's got the Talk is Cheap logo right there on the back. We got the iPhone with many different models, as well as the Samsung Galaxy series. Show your support for the broadcast. This helps fund the operation and keep things going. Go to k2d4network.com, click over on the store, and check it all out. It's all there. It all helps. Dan Hofeld, Talk is Cheap, out. Enjoying the show? Consider supporting us by donating to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash K2D4Network. Hey guys, this is Carrie Walker from Alice Eats the Apple, and you are listening to Talk is Cheap with Dan Holfeld. Broadcasting worldwide, it's Talk is Cheap. 
Welcome back to Talk is Cheap, where cheap is talk and talk is cheap. We are not live, but we are off-site. Yeah, well, we are alive, so that's, that's <laughs> a good thing. Off-site and coming at you. Yeah. At a conference, not a UFO conference, but we'll get to one someday. Yeah, yeah, someday. Yeah, we won't bore you with what the type of conference we're at, but... Ugh. But is it is it a water park? So yeah, yeah, yeah. D- D- Dan's digging the water park, <laughs> and we were we were talking about uh, hitting the the VR yes, uh, yes. room or whatever later. So That's we'll, we'll have awesome. to check that out. But yeah, uh, before the break, we were talking about uh, Luis Elizondo, the third card from uh, Warner von Braun, the false flag alien mm-hmm. invasion that that's setting up. So before that, what was into that? The other cards, the one was the third world country, the countries that we got to build space space weapons against the yeah which trump has br- brushed upon he came out and said at that one they like no one even like it's like this is he said this is new technology we can take out a missile anywhere on the planet to yeah. me that's just like yeah people should have stopped what they yeah. were doing and said what and i made a video on it on here i think it got two three hundred views maybe yeah, it's like yeah. this is important folks but it's fine uh this is the second card and it's been coming up a lot in the news that is the asteroid one. So NASA and Elon oh, Musk I remember this came one. up for a mission to crush into asteroid. NASA is teaming up with SpaceX to launch one of its most daring missions to save the world from an apocalyptic wipeout. I can't talk. You know, apocalyptic. 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 Yep. <laughs> yep. You're doing all right. They know what you mean. The space agency has instructed the help of Elon Musk's aerospace company with the first ever attempt to defect uh, deflect an asteroid by purposely crashing into it see they're saying oh we don't know let's just try to sh- purposely crash into it this thing happens to cost 69 million dollars oh man it's like what, what, the what hell? i could do with 69 million i'll tell you just to redirect this asteroid that'll come so this is setting it up and they plan to get this to launch in 2021 so that's what i'm saying that this is a so you can already see how the dominoes are starting yeah, to yeah. pre-line these things up to what Warner Von Braun said. No, I think this is a typo it, here. It almost seems like we're preparing for an actual invasion, though, and not just a fake invasion. You of know? asteroids? Or, well, <laughs> well, think of it. You know, If we can deflect them from missing the Earth, why can't other beings out there way past the reaches of our sensors deflect them to hit the Earth? Oh yeah. Right, you know, they start flinging asteroids at us and so anyway, you know, I you know, it's it's in, it, so Is that a movie? Well, Star, Starship Troopers kind of was like that a little bit, I think. Oh, no, it was an SG1. See, they have so much truth in yeah, SG1. Yeah, it is. There I we should do oh a show on SG1 sometime. I still got two more seasons to go through that. Oh my god, yeah, SG1 is is crazy. There's a lot I, of disclosures in there. Yes, there. And then is. you brought up that we were doing a uh, a pre-movie before one of our you did the the island with um the magician. Oh, David Copperfield. Yeah, yep. We did the thing where you came back and you're just like, oh, is this one of those SG-1 rifles? Well, at the time, I knew they were using MP5s because that's all I watched. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. They do use that gun later <laughs> on. I was like, Pete was right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so then this this must be a typo here because they said, by October 2002, the spacecraft will attempt to crash into the... Okay, So I think they meant 2020. 22, tw- or, or, or 2022. Yeah, 2022. Yeah, yep, you're right. Yep. So, again, this is setting up the cards... All right, now we're working on the asteroids. Uh-huh. We've already done the country thing. Now they're going to do the asteroids, and then 
oh, lo and behold, Luis Elizondo was just talking about these evil aliens. We happen yeah, to have the stuff yeah, ready to go. Yeah, and give us more money and, and we'll spend it. And like I say, well, like the article says, he, oh, what a waste of money. $69 million. The the sad thing is, is that as far as our budget goes and doing crap like this, it's nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. But we can go ahead and let people starve and be homeless. It's unbelievable. But yeah, so there you go, folks. More setting up of the cars, just like it was going to drop down. Now I want to step back here. This should have I should have presented this with the uh, Julian Assange thing. Because this was a WikiLeaks document, uh, Steve Jobs HIV. So maybe that was his real reason for the deaths. I looked this uh. up. Some people are saying this is fake, but okay, that's supposedly his. Yeah, supposedly I would say supposedly. Yeah, and that's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> supposedly. Yeah, with a D, not a B. That that's his signature. And then here's the second right here where it says test HIV positive. And they got the birthday there, all that good stuff. It looks like his social security's there too, so there could be a lot of confirmation here, folks. Um, but one guy said the signatures weren't the same. Well, I went through and I found one that was pretty damn similar because he always signs it Steve N. Jobs, right, like right up here. Uh. But this one right here looks really, really similar. I mean, look at the S T E. I think that's oh boy, that a is pretty damn good match. And the jobs, only thing that's different is he came off on the S, and maybe the J is a little, a little different. But who's to say your signature? Oh, the J is definitely different. I mean, you could easily swing. Yeah, but maybe it was swung, but it didn't go or something, right? You know. Well, I mean, you just found out you got HIV. You're probably gonna be a little pissed, or maybe you're going for the test and you're a little off beat too. My signatures, you know, they change from time to time. It's just what yeah. happens. But this is one where we signed the Macintosh. Uh, there's an older one, of course. Uh, I thought it said what it was on here. I guess not. But anyway, I think it's legit. Like, But there's people saying that it's not. Go, go back one more time, if you don't mind, Dan, to the other one. To the, uh, to the Macintosh computer. one. Boy, look at that S on the Steve and how high it, it curls up there. It looks pretty good. You know, maybe somebody took some time to... Are you talking about so, the first S? Yeah, that first S. Yeah, I that's, mean that's the one that really look at, and it's got got that unique high cut on the S. So he does it from the bottom around. But most of the stuff he does sign Stephen. So I mean, this was a rare signature. So it's one of those things that it's not like it's like uh, we shouldn't make a big deal it's out of it. It's funny though it's because whatever, but people refer to him as Steve Jobs, but he signs most of his Steven. stuff Steve in. So if, if it's a if it's a Hulk, somebody would not think to put that N on it. Right. Huh. But you know, somebody like that prominent dies, they don't want him to know that he died for HIV. They probably want to know he just had. Well, this I find it interesting. Puts it more into a victim. I, I find it very hard so. to believe that somebody like Steve Jobs would die from HIV. You'd think the second they'd found out, they'd run the cure over to him and give it to him, you know? That's true, too. But then again, if he had the... I guess he did get a new pancreas, it was, right? I yeah, believe. I think it was pancreatic cancer is what they claimed. But he did it get did. a new one. That, that took him a while to get that, though. You'd think with him having such high... You'd just go to some yeah. country and just load up a plane full of potential candidates and so, off they'd go. Yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, so well, that's uh, interesting. I thought that was just interesting. I guess it's bit. inconsequential either way. He's dead, so what, what does it matter? I guess how he died. But right. It's still interesting. Well, I think it's just one of those things that they want it to be more of like a memory, like yeah, so he can go down like it with a good bang, if you will. Because otherwise, so now this guy here, bizarre footage shows LAPD helicopters in standoff with UFO. I thought this was just kind of interesting and worth a play. I guess we'll just talk over it because there's no... Uh... Yeah, so we got a dot, for those listening on the the podcast, we got a dot over on the left, and then there's three helicopters just sitting there stationary watching it. Again, it's kind of cruddy footage. Yeah, I mean, the helicopters not just look in. like bigger dots. Yeah, you so know? you can't really get the distinct what's going on here. I guess they could be in pursuit of another aircraft or helicopter but they're all just they're definitely there. they are definitely not moving yeah, that was interesting inconclusive but interesting In, yeah exactly it was just one could of those have been things. a really big drone for all we know right and there's always a lot of these oh yeah I go to YouTube you can see all sorts of CGI and stuff and it's easy to CGI that blurry crap you know yeah so here we go uh, this was more of a local one I wanted to share because we don't get usually too much action in Wisconsin. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know. there's a few things here and there, but so biggest UFO story of 2019: ex-US Marine. So we got some uh, credibility here. Films huge light in the sky near nuclear power plant. So this was a uh, over the Wisconsin section of Lake Michigan. Now this is kind of over by um, Green Bay area. The actual. It's Two Creeks, Wisconsin. Is this this year? Yeah. So uh, basically it kind of almost looks like kind of like a big fireball. This was taken by Jeff on March 24th. Shows a huge orange object hovering in the sky close to the Point Beach nuclear plant in Two Creeks. So there's a picture of it. Whoa. It almost kind of looks like, what would you say that it is, Pete? Kind of almost like the start of an explosion or something? Yeah, like a big flare. You can almost see smoke, on, you know, top and bottom on it. It's like illuminating smoke almost, it looks like. That's interesting. Is that the only photo we got um, of it? Or there's it... actually a video. I'd like to see that. bring it up here. By the looks of it, and from my best perception, if I was to say where they were, it looked like they were going to be like somewhere... Right over towards Two Rivers, you know, probably seven to ten miles away is what it was looking like to me. And what's right up the road from Two Rivers is Point Beach, and what's right up the road from Point Beach is Kiwani. Now, what the significance of those two places are, they both have nuclear plants. There have been, over the years, you know, there would be talk of lights and stuff out over the nuclear plants in this, you know, in the area, you know, I mean, nothing ever really on the news or anything, but just people talking amongst themselves, you know. Yeah, I saw some weird lights the other night out by the nuclear plant because it's a good fishing area because they, they shoot out the, the water that they use for cooling the reactors. They shoot it out into the lake, and that's really warm water, and the trout and the salmon, they like to swim up there when it's spawning time, which is this time of the year, and, and then in the fall again. And so they, they like that clean warm water i will guarantee you god is my witness this was not anything we have no way not even close not a chance and it was not a star it was not a planet it was not a meteor it was nothing it was definitely by definition 
an unidentified flying object. Well, the the full length video is much more compelling than the photo was. Yeah, that was I, interesting. I've never seen anything like this. That's why it was. Yeah, it it, it didn't seem to move, but it, it was it's got that flicker. Yeah, and it's got the accompanying orbs around it too. So that was interesting. I mean, if I was out on on a boat down the lake and I saw that, I'd be I'd be, you know, weirded out for sure. It's interesting. He said that they dumped the cooling water out in the. I didn't know they did. Oh, that. sure. They isn't that radioactive? It. No, they'll. No, I, I is that like within it. another? They can't just dump radio. Well, they're not supposed to dump radioactive <laughs> water out. No, oh, I guess it was. I'm just thinking of Fukushima. I guess where that, yeah, well, that, that was that one the, broke open. Yeah, and that one yeah. broke. And, and the but uh, wasn't it the radioactivity doesn't cause damage anyway, right? Well, yeah, we were eating. <laughs> <on the> <laughs> yeah, Dan ate a handful of it. We watched those videos. The, That's crazy. The guy would go swimming in the cooling pools. You gotta think that there's something to that because if you can sit, if he got to swim in there, drink the water, eat the uranium, maybe he was just naturally if, immune. Yeah, maybe he's got some superpowers. Because that's what I always think of. Like people say, uh, you know, you get all this wireless technology around us. Oh, five G. People yeah, are 5G. talking up about five G and, and that constantly case. banging on your cells. But I think eventually you, your body starts to develop a resistance yeah. to that. Oh sure, and you know, eventually through evolution, if it doesn't happen too quickly. People that have poor reactions to that will just die off early enough. They won't reproduce, and the, the yeah. strong will, will continue. And that was that's how they do it with vaccines, you know. Oh, exactly. And that's a good point you brought that up to the five G because Trump just signed that thing to get stuff going for five G here yes. last week in the United States. What I don't like about that, and I know everybody was complaining about it in this comments of the White House video, is. This stuff's bad for you, and then there's this the the QAnon stuff says that they altered it so it's better. But I mean, if they did, why doesn't Trump just come out and say, "Oh, this is a different 5G. We changed some stuff, and it's fine." Yeah, yeah they didn't talk about any safety concerns at all at that. That should be a priority because that's such a big thing with 5G, and they he didn't even mention. Yeah, yeah. I, who knows? It just says we'll have con connectivity everywhere. Yeah. So I don't know if they plan on like even in the rural areas, like how they're going to do this in the rural areas. They're just going to put them on every telephone pole, or well, that's another thing is that they say that the range is so short on it. It is. They know? have to be like every block. So that's yeah. that's a good question of how you'd reach out in the middle of nowhere. I four G is fine if they could just get more coverage. Yeah. Because yeah. you could go in the dead spell in the valleys, and it's like nothing they don't yeah. give a rat's ass about no. that but oh let's get 5g right now yeah and yeah and continue to screw over the rural right R rural folks so, uh, what's the end game well massive population control of the entire planet it was supposed to be a big thing so is there anything else you want to talk about, Pete? Uh, you know, um, that we can just engage in conversation with yeah. before we wrap for today? No, you know, just things are crazy. The world's crazy. Just hold on to our britches, and hopefully Elon Musk will get that technology developed so that when we do find that asteroid <laughs> that is coming at us, we can do something about it. But other, otherwise, I'll wait patiently for that day. It's almost like it's a race, like, between Elon Musk and... Luis Elizondo now, who's going to be yeah, the first so. one to actually develop yeah, something. Know, has has Elon Musk ever come out with his stance on aliens, UFOs, stuff like that? That's a good question. Because he I'm, almost I'm, seems like part alien himself. He is weird. Yeah, like he's he's got some of that dormant DNA that got activated on accident or something, probably from testing 5G. Yeah, there's a... Uh, with all these new kids coming in, too, they got more cognitive abilities yeah. to... 
Uh, that's going to be my next topic for when we all get together. Um, Cause just crazy how these young kids can be so smart that way and oh yeah figure all this stuff out. Well, you know, I just read an interesting article the other day. There's a doctor saying that was saying that uh, you know um, children up until the age four operate on genius at a genius level, and I guess it makes sense if you're thinking about everything that they're comprehending and figuring out their their pace of learning, and then they just get to a certain age and then that starts to taper off, and that's mm. pr- probably partly our own fault as people for not continually challenging them. So if you, at that age, if you continue to like give them challenging stuff, they might just roll through that. Next thing you know, you got yourself a 12 year old Harvard college right. grad, you know, and six majors. I think a lot of it too, is they have the better tools than we had. Yeah. There's, there's absolutely I mean, some of well, that. You, you didn't probably have any internet. I had, oh, yeah, no. had dial up internet. It's yeah. like, uh, I'm trying to say, um, we never had internet at our house. I never experienced internet, like real internet, <laughs> until college. And it was chat room internet. Yeah, like the, yeah AOL. The, the World Wide Web was not there. You couldn't Google anything. No. And these chat rooms were just a line of people's <laughs> names just pouring down, depending on how many people were in the chat room and how many people were typing. Every time you typed something, it would just show up and then just scroll down behind all these other people's co- comments. So if you were having a conversation with somebody, you had to like pick their name out of the scrolling list to see if they responded to you. Or oh not. yeah, it was yeah. awful. It was terrible. I mean, it was cool, but that was like mid '90s, early yeah. '90s. And I was talking to a a younger fella at the uh, the uh, water park last night about basically how much easier he's got it because he's got his phone where he can just oh yeah search dude. stuff. I was like. We had to go home. We had dial-up internet. It was crap. Yeah, and, oh. We had to go to the library. <laughs> yeah, library. I lived in the country. We would go to the library like once every week or two. And that's when you did your, your research and checked out books on werewolves and uh, vampires. But that leads to the... How could you really... You couldn't really have much involvement in conspiracy theories back then because that's... Just some random books. My, soph- my sophomore year of high school... I mean, in my, every community. We had a... Biology, biology teacher that made us write a paper on something biology related and <laughs> one of the I, I was a sophomore one of the seniors said oh ask him for his paper on aliens and this is what really got me and he gave me this folder that had this alleged I, I wish I had it now it was an alleged uh, uh, account of this guy and his experience with aliens and talked about gray aliens and the Nordics and stuff and I wrote a, a big paper I got an A on it I wrote a paper on it and it really from that point on I was really like set down this path to like this is interesting I want to learn, <laughs> learn about right. this and see what's out there but you know even before that I remember in like third grade reading a, a story on Sasquatch and thought it was super interesting and super cool and understood that you know this there this could really be something here so anyway yeah hmm. you found it but it wasn't instantaneous right, yeah. right? Not like it is today i mean yeah there's opportunities there's just more information the problem with having that much information that readily available you can get polluted with bad information very quickly. And I think that's part of the reason why people get so divided. Mm. His, especially with all the algorithms now. Oh, this is, interests you. This interests you. It's it's After you do a couple searches, it's throwing you into an echo chamber. You're only going to find stuff that agree with your yeah. previous searches. Yeah, and that's like, you know, that can bring up the whole flat earth thing too. There's, that's a real divide for some people. Yeah. 
and they're only searching for that proof. I think it was I just watched that other day. I was gonna, I was always going to talk about that that documentary, Finding the Curve. Basically, it was a a smash against the flat Earth because they were just showing like yeah. how crazy. Where do you stand are. on flat Earth? I, it's not flat. I go okay. around. Yeah, I go I, around. Yeah, I go around too. I go around too. <laughs> because uh, well, they bring up a few good I go, points. I go. I'm I'm more hollow Earth than I am flat Earth. To be yeah, honest, yeah, me too. You know. Or at least sections of it, you yeah, know, not yeah. like a whole. Yeah, out. yeah, not like just yeah. a mile across or whatever. But, but uh, they bring up some good points. Like I don't think they told. They said the drop was as big as it is because when you they look from uh, was it from Chicago over that Michigan distance, yeah. you shouldn't be able to. But you do. So I don't think maybe our people, the scientists or the experts, don't really know exactly that that drop was because it's bigger than they know. They think it. Oh, okay. whatever. Yep, yep. But um. Yeah, there was kind of some proof in that documentary that these flat earthers were not wanting to bring some evidence forward that showed that it was round. round because yeah, they're like, like this they're, disproves our theory. We're not going to talk about. Yeah, and they had that uh, clip that, in that, there. That is that is uh, you know intellectually dishonest when you do yeah. that. That is anti-science. You just but that happens all the time. Yeah, you know they want to. The and they it. you know they're involved in it and they started this big thing. So why would they want it to crash too? So. Yeah, if, if someone's making money on it, let her ride mm-hmm. as long as you can. All right, with that, I think we'll close out. Dan Holfeld here with Pete Hall Live. All right. On the road. Yeah, and, uh, on the road <laughs> and living large, I fun. guess, right? It was fun. We'll have to do this more often. Yeah, right. We'll have to film one when we go to East Eddy yes. somewhere. Yeah, which we need to get the, the, those dates. Yeah, we're uh, still not uh, confirmed. It's one of the first two weeks. And I'll let you know as soon as I know. Is, are we looking at July? No, August. August, good, even yeah. better. Yeah. Good, yeah, as soon as you know, because uh, yeah. i got to get my uh, home life in order before I can just run off. Okay. So. All right, we'll do that. We'll take care, folks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Visit ktd4network.com today.